0: Hello, Saints. Todd here with SafeGuardYourSoul.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so blessed to have these moments together in the Word of God. Uh, And remember, Saints, there's nothing, there's nothing, no thing uh, happening on God's planet that is even remotely as important as the work of the gospel and feeding the sheep of Jesus Christ, for whom he died to save, so that they can grow in grace, they can be edified, they can be equipped for the work of the ministry, according to the scriptures. And let me just guarantee you this one thing, by the grace of God, this outreach will continue to unapologetically endeavor to preach the whole of the word of God, regardless of who gets offended or not, in Jesus' name. And please remember that your prayers and support are vital to this operation. Thank you. Okay, and remember, saints, God prescribes how he is to be worshipped. And uh, one of the things he forbids is trying to worship him through any image, graven image of any sort. Notice Exodus 20, verse Three through five, thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath. It doesn't matter the justification, like this stupid little plaque that circulates, this little meme that I'm reading to you about halfway through, uh, purports, okay? doesn't matter. What the image is, or what the reasoning is, it's a sin. Or that is in the water under the earth. He covers everything, the heaven above. Okay, anything, any image of anything in the heaven above, little statues of Jesus and all that, or in the earth beneath, or in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation. Okay, Exodus 20, verse 3 through 5. Let's continue and finish this little foolish plaque. That I Listen, I, I can't imagine that you're born again and you go with this stuff and you pass this stuff on. You need to get saved if you're passing stupidity like this along because along, you don't know Jesus if you agree with carrying a cross in your pocket because you might forget jesus (laughs) the only way you can forget jesus is because you don't know him and once you've been born again you can't forget him even if you're living in sin because you're going to live in conviction of your sin by the holy spirit okay uh you know there's a comedian i saw where he was doing a thing where Uh, He was he kind of preaches through his comedian. A lot of these comedians do that. You might notice. And he's talking about some guy, you know, that gets his tattoo all around him of of his dad, you know, of a snake on his chest and all because his dad died by a cobra bite, you know, and stuff. And uh, then he ends it by saying, you know, basically, you needed this tattoo to remind you of your dad. If you need that to remind you of your dad, you certainly don't love your dad or didn't love him, and you don't love the memory of who he is in your life. That's just stupidity. This guy, this comedian isn't even saved. This doesn't make sense in any regard, but most of all, it's condemned of God because it's something physical associated with trying to worship him, and that's not going to work because he won't allow it. It's simply an understanding, this little thing continues, uh, between the Savior and me. Isn't that interesting? It is? That's no different than somebody saying, I have, I have a, a, a deal worked out with a man upstairs. That means they don't know him, okay? Because he doesn't work out private deals with anybody. He told you that he commandeth all men everywhere to repent, and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ to receive him to be forgiven of your sins and made a new creature in Christ. Okay, you don't have this little private understanding between you and Jesus. Okay, you obey what he said to everybody in the common salvation, Titus 2, 11 and 12, the salvation of Christ. He is salvation that is common to all who truly know him. Uh, okay, it continues. When I put my hand in my pocket to bring out a coin or a key, the cross is there to remind me of the price He paid for me. Is that what Jesus said to do to uh, remember his death till he come? No, it's communion, okay? Where we take the elements and uh, which are symbolic of his death, Uh, the death of his body, his body was broken so that his blood could be poured out. That's biblically sanctioned symbolic usage, very limited. But carrying a cross in your pocket, it's ludicrous. It reminds me, it continues, to be thankful for my blessings day by day and to strive to serve him better in all that I do and say. It's also a daily reminder of the peace and comfort I share with all who know my master and give themselves to his care. Well, if they, would truly give, if they truly give themselves to his care, they don't need a physical object to carry around in their pro- pocket because they're walking in the Spirit, being born again in temples of the Holy Spirit. Then he finishes, this thing finishes, so I carry a cross in my pocket reminding me that no one but reminding No one but me that Jesus Christ is Lord of my life, Uh, if only I'll let him be. Okay, anyway, foolish stupidity somebody passed on today, uh, this week, and I thought I would definitely address this. Let's talk a little bit more about this, saints. The Savior never instructed anyone with this understanding that they needed to carry some little object in their pocket, In fact, he forbids such. You might recall in Joshua chapter six and seven, Israel brought great harm upon themselves. A man named Achan, A-C-H-A-N, actually took of the accursed object, some little, you know, icon, which is what the cross symbol is. And we'll talk more about that in a minute. And, uh, He took of the accursed thing that God forbid, that is, worship through any icon, idol, object, graven image, etc. And so he brought a a curse upon Israel, and God told Israel to stop praying until they removed this sin. And that's what he's telling you, friend. If you're depending on some physical object in your supposed vain, actually, false worship of the almighty God. He's calling you to repent. He's calling you to stop praying. That is stop trying to worship him that way. Repent. Get your life right with God and uh, let him circumcise your heart. The Bible says we are the circumcision, which worship God in the spirit. Notice in the spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Okay, we worship God in spirit and in truth, which I believe I have that here. Yeah, but the hour cometh, the, the woman at the well that Jesus was talking to in John 4 spoke of a geographical location, but Jesus said, The hour cometh and now is, uh, see, because Christ's kingdom came when Christ came, When the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth, doesn't matter where they are on his earth or his universe, for that matter, for the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. I want you to memorize that, John 4. 23 and 24 it simply does not matter what graven image or what physical icon or idol is depicted or used to try to worship god it's only the religious who are not born again who attempt to do such those who have a personal relationship with the risen savior he's no longer on that cross the bible says he died once uh, they need no physical reminder he's their hope he dwells in them by the spirit the The love of God is shed abroad in their hearts by the Holy Ghost, and they hear his voice romans five five John ten, etc Amen uh, There is no power saints in a physical cross, including the actual literal pieces of wood Jesus died upon. 2,000 years ago much less uh, some modern uh, man-made trinket that somebody carries around like a good luck charm in their pockets okay that is absolute has no power and this is a Catholic type pagan thing that these people are actually doing whether they realize it or not. In fact the Catholic Church for uh, many years sold Pieces of wood, like splinters of wood or something, from uh, what was supposed to be the actual cross of Jesus Christ. I mean, they sold so much wood it you could have built, you know, a city or two. And supposedly, the, those were all from the uh, cross Jesus died on. First of all, that, that means nothing. The cross Jesus died on, saints, was a mere altar on which. The Lamb of God offered his life, his, his body, and his blood. That's what matters, not the wooden cross, the mere altar that he died on. We are not to know, furthermore, any man after the flesh. 2 Corinthians 5.16 Wherefore, henceforth, and from now on, know we no man after the flesh, yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. OK, and that's right before he says the next verse. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new uh, and all things are of God who hath reconciled us to himself by Christ, Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. OK, so we don't even know Jesus after the flesh anymore. We know him as we worship him in spirit and in truth fueled by his word where faith or by faith. And the scripture says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's how we worship God, not with physical objects. Anyone can carry a physical good luck charm or an idol around his neck or in his pocket. Most don't want to die to self, though, as Jesus requires in order to follow him. That's what Jesus said. You got to die to yourself. Deny yourself, take up your cross daily and follow him. That's the way we worship Jesus as his disciples. Okay, anybody can go bow down to some idol, go attend some so-called church service. Any old devil can do that. Okay, uh, and that's not our main topic today, but it's obvious to any Bible student that's honest with the scriptures that most of the Sunday morning gatherings are anything but true worship to the Lord. Okay, but they don't want to repent. See, men refuse to repent because their own deeds are evil. John chapter three verse nineteen through twenty one. But they'll go give some kind of uh, you know fake adherence to religion, as long as they don't have to change. And that's what happens when you repent. The Holy Spirit comes in you when you put your faith in Christ upon repenting. And uh, you become a new creature in Christ. But if you don't want to give up your life in this world and you want to run your own life, well, you're in rebellion against your maker, who is the judge of your eternal soul. And you're going to hell forever unless you stop and repent. Jesus conquered death, sin, Satan, uh, and Satan by dying. And that's what we uh, we must do. And the only way to conquer Satan, death, and sin is to be crucified with Christ, Romans 6, Hebrews 2.14, Galatians 2.20, etc. Jesus Christ didn't come and die on the cross and rise from the dead so that his people would remember or could remember him by a little piece of wood, a good look, luck charm they carried around in their pocket uh, or around their neck, such as condemned Repeatedly in Holy Scripture. In fact, the Bible says in Revelation 21 8 that there will be no idolater that will enter into the kingdom of heaven. Every list of sins in the Bible, soul damning sins, including Galatians five nineteen through 21, 17 soul damning sins, uh, idolatry is condemned as a sin. That will damn your soul. Either Jesus Christ is first in your life. The first love of your life. uh, After being born again. Or you are an idolater. Jesus said no man can serve two masters. He that is not with me is against me. To say that someone should carry uh, a physical object to remember Christ. Carry around some object. Would be like saying one should wear a shirt with a picture of his dad on it to remember his dad. That's ridiculous. Okay. One might say, but Jesus died and he's away for now. So this is how we remember him. No. Number one, Jesus never told anyone to carry around a piece of wood in their pocket um, or around their neck. Number two, he told you to be born again to repent and be born again okay he does the born again miracle you put you repent you admit what he already knows and you know that you're a sinner put your faith in him and surrender your life to him and then you'll be a new creature in christ then you deny yourself take up your cross and follow him okay and uh number three Jesus is alive He always has been and always will be He rose from the dead After being buried for three days He's reigning uh, As the great intercessor At the right hand of the Father In heaven Hebrews chapter 7 24-26 The love of God is shed abroad In the hearts of God's people They need no reminder From some physical object They wear in their pocket And stumble upon a few times and say, oh, remember Jesus, I just touched a wooden cross. (laughs) Ridiculous. To those who truly know the risen Savior, their hearts are daily fueled by his word. They're filled with his spirit uh, and not some physical object or idol. Okay. First John chapter 3 verse 24 this is a little known scripture to most it says and he that keepeth his commandments dwelleth in him and he in him and hereby we know that he abideth in us by the spirit which he hath given us first john 3 24 the second chapter first john says but we have an unction from the holy one and ye know all things That's the presence of the Holy Spirit And those that are born again They are the temples of the Holy Spirit 1 Corinthians chapters 3 and 6 First John two twenty seven. But the anointing That's the Holy Spirit uh, Which ye have received of him Abideth in you And you need not that any man teach you But as the same anointing teaches you uh all things of all things and is truth and is no lie and even as it hath taught you you shall abide in him so the again the scripture speaks in the new testament much about the presence of the holy spirit in the believer one more romans 8 9 but ye are not in the flesh but in the spirit if so be that the spirit of god dwell in you Notice the spirit of God dwells in us. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his Romans eight, nine. And that's what you got here. Anybody who follows these little things like this, uh, idolatrous suggestion and assertion of a little cross in your pocket does not, is not a temple of the Holy spirit. Okay. And you know, the person who sent me this, it's a social media post and hundreds of people click like on it unbelievable i don't think anybody objected except for me so this is clear uh, proof folks that so many who claim to be christians are not they have no clue of the original gospel they're simply not born again and they're not being told they must repent and receive christ and be born again to be a christian they're being used by the prey p-r-e-y and made merchandise of the false priesthood of pastors we have in the modern church. Today, in fact, a recent survey showed that only 13% of youth pastors today have a biblical world view. Maybe we'll do a message on that. That's not our main message today, but that is shocking, okay? Shocking. It really is and then it's really not (laughs) So The cross that Jesus Died on again Was a one time altar Upon which the son of God Offered that one Final perfect sacrifice And it is uh, One of the last things he says is It is finished And that means simply that the Sin debt is Paid in full And that is by the one who was qualified, the only one who qualified to do such, John 19, verse 30, the one perfect sacrifice of Jesus Christ, one time on Calvary's cross, perfectly satisfied the claims of the Father's justice to justify fallen mankind. He's no longer on that cross, friends. He is risen from the dead, and is seated at the right hand of the Father in heaven, uh, making intercession for us, and he dwells in the hearts of each and every one of his people. So wearing a cross around your neck or or, or in your pocket, uh, any object shaped like a cross or anything else, uh, has nothing to do with Jesus Christ or following him. It's a violation of his word. If we If we need a piece of wood... In our pocket to remind us of Christ Who died on that cross It's obvious that we are not Born again Okay There is no power in any piece of wood Even if it's shaped like a cross Even though Jesus died once On a wooden cross Because see that's just it He died only once He There's no more cross He only died once It was a perfect sacrifice, so it does not need to be repeated. The power is in Christ, though, friends, not in a physical cross, not even if it was the actual cross that Jesus died on. And you know, if we had that actual cross Jesus died on, uh, we all know that there'd be people offering millions or hundreds of millions or billions of dollars to buy it, and all it would do is bring a curse to them. Cursed is he that dies on a cross. Does it not say that in Scripture, like as in Galatians? Actually, it's Galatians chapter 3, verse 13. Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree that would be uh, being crucified, if you will, as Christ was, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might uh, receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So, Jesus was uh, hung on a tree, and that cursed thing brought the cure to our sin from the Savior and only from the Savior. Okay, so, uh, Christ redeemed men. He redeemed us by dying in our place, and enduring the dreadful wrath of god against us the curse of god fell on christ as man's substitute he did not become sinful in himself but man's sins were placed upon him in fact we read that in second uh, corinthians chapter 5 i would be remiss not to share that where it speaks of uh Let's see. Let's go there. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. He hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Jesus did not sin. Okay? He was the sinless sacrifice that cured us from sin. He delivered men from the law by bearing its dreadful curse in death, apart from the death or Christ, the death of Christ, his death, there could be no salvation. The law taught that uh, when condemned criminals were hanged on a tree, it was a sign of their being under the curse of God, according to Deuteronomy 21 And here the Holy Spirit is seeing in that passage, uh, according to the Believer's Bible Commentary, uh, a prophecy of the manner in which the savior would die to bear the curse for his creation or his creatures us mankind he was hung between heaven and earth as though unworthy of either in his death by crucifixion he is said to have been hanged on a tree according to acts 5:30 and 1 peter chapter 2 verse 24 that scripture actually says Who his own self, that's Christ, bare our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. And the way we do that is that we're empowered by the Holy Spirit and the grace of God in our hearts, and not by, uh, as we worship him in spirit and in truth, that is according to the truth, the word of God, and not according to physical objects, saints. Okay, and so notice after he rose from the dead, because as the scriptures establish uh, throughout the New Testament, especially in the book of Hebrews and 1 Peter 3.18, that Jesus died one time. It was a perfect sacrifice, and therefore it only had to happen once. And uh, notice what Jesus says about all power and how it's in him. Notice all power after he rose from the dead, Jesus said, uh, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. We serve the Lord Christ, my friends, as the New Testament specifically declares. He says nothing here or anywhere about carrying something physical around to remind you of him or getting a tattoo. I mean, that's delusional. Sorry, guys, that's just delusion. Such idolatry is only for those who do not know him that's how you know who who knows him those who worship him in spirit spirit and in truth that is according to the written word of god which is a lamp to our feet and a light into our path with the holy spirit living inside of us having been born again having experienced the miracle of regeneration amen a miracle only god could do and he does it on the inside of men as they obey him and answering his call to repent and receive christ amen there is no power in a piece of wood Even if it's in the shape of the cross, all power is in the risen Savior himself, Jesus Christ. When Jesus spoke of remembering him, he spoke of the cross he one time, once, died on Okay, Uh, for our sins. So uh, carrying a cross uh, in your pocket or around your neck is, is simply a cheap counterfeit of knowing the Lord Jesus Christ. The cross Jesus commanded that we take up uh, is not putting a little icon in your pocket. That's not what he's talking about. He's talking about saying with John the Baptist, Lord, you must increase, but I must decrease. It's talk, He's talking about letting go and letting God, God, denying yourself, taking up the cross, following him. Let him live through you. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live yet not I, but Christ that liveth in me in the life which I now live In the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, which loved me and gave himself for me. Galatians 2.20. So the cross itself has no value. It uh, was merely the altar upon which the Son of God died for the sins of the world. This would be like saying we need to get a tattoo, you know, uh, to remember one of our dead relatives. As I mentioned earlier, this is idolatry, friends. If we we know and love God, we don't have to have something physical. God forbids it. Okay, we already read those, the first two commandments of the Ten. Pagan Catholics wear something called a scapula around their neck. They got more witchcraft and paganism in that church than you could actually ever learn. But the scapula, as many of you ex Catholics like myself, remember i forgot what the promise was but if you have this scapular on when you die you're going to go to heaven it's like a good luck charm the only reason why somebody's going to heaven is because they know they are known by jesus christ as his child because they have answered his call to come to him and repent and receive him as the lord of their lives and they're letting him reign in their lives amen not because they have something physical around their body that's totally witchcraft wicked and evil uh, and pagan, okay? We worship him in spirit and in truth. And in, instead of having uh, to be reminded by some cross in our pocket or around our neck, we should memorize and meditate upon the many scriptures of the blood of his cross, for example, Colossians one twenty, and take up the cross that Jesus uh, mandated that we take up to follow him. It doesn't matter how much you use mere human reasoning to justify this idolatry. God says that he will not be worshiped via idols, but only in spirit and in truth. He is uh, he will not be and uh, worship that way. And anyone seeking to uh, worship him via idols uh, in, of any kind, as small or large icon, it doesn't matter Uh, is going to be damned to to hell forever because all idolaters will uh, suffer the pain, conscious torment of the lake of fire. Revelation 21, 8. Okay, saints, I hope this helps you. uh, As we close, Romans 8, 11. But uh, if the Spirit, the Holy Spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, there it is again, dwell in you, Okay, and he does in every born again believer. He that raised up Christ from the dead, that's the Holy Spirit, uh, shall quicken or make alive your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Verse 14, Romans 8, as we close for as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Well brothers and sisters it's been a blessing to spend these moments with you in the word of God and remember there's hundreds of more Christ centered scripture rich uh, edifying podcast on safeguardyoursoul.com forward slash audios there's also a store page with uh, uh, several many books on there for your uh, edification in christ they're all scripture rich and christ centered also tens of thousands uh, of saints and sinners are being reached every month and uh, your prayers are coveted for the fruitfulness and supply of this outreach god be praised by the way for those who are supporting and feel free to visit uh, our donate page on the site and uh, uh, you can use your debit card paypal or patreon and you can become a monthly sustaining member if you choose to do so and a gift of any amount is so appreciated Part of this outreach uh, is to equip and supply other ministering disciples across our great country and uh, all over the world, and uh, may God be praised that uh, there's fruitfulness happening among his people and through his beloved saints as we know that the return of our Lord Jesus Christ draws nigh, and we say together, In the words of Revelation 22, even so, come Lord Jesus. Amen.